Hey guys, Melissa here talking about week two on the podcast. So today, Marcus will not be able to join us. He's actually on the grill cooking some ribs and some meat. We're going to be barbecuing with his family today to celebrate his birthday and my brother-in-law's. So he's busy doing that, but we're going to dive right in and talk about week two. So week two was fun for me. I definitely started really getting into the groove of things and I felt good. I followed the same structure as I did for week one. It definitely worked for me, which was three days of running and then three days of cross training with strength training. And in those days of running, of course, like I always said, there's one long run and then a recovery day, right? So this week, I really wanted to talk more about the different paces that I do when I run, which I've mentioned was my tempo pace, my marathon pace, or endurance. Marathon and endurance for me are very similar, or interval runs, right? So a tempo pace, what really is a tempo pace? So a tempo pace is a hard effort. It's a harder effort than what your pace would be when you do do a half or a full marathon. For me, these paces were a little bit easier to figure out just because I've done two half marathons and I've done several 5Ks and 10Ks. So I know what pace I can hold for 13.1 miles. And I know how fast I can push it if I'm going to do a 5K. So that kind of gives me a gauge of what the tempo pace is for me. So for me, my marathon pace is probably my easiest, more durable pace. A tempo pace is faster than that, and my 5K pace is faster than my tempo pace. So a tempo pace run is probably like a scale out of 7 out of 10 hard. So for me, that's an 8 to 9 minute per mile pace, right? So this is a pace that I could probably hold max like 40, 45 minutes. So I did... A tempo pace run for 45 minutes, which for me, that was challenging. But when you're able to sustain that hard pace for that length of time, not only are you able to work on speed, but you get to work on endurance. So I did a tempo pace run in week two. I also did a marathon slash endurance run. So for me, this is more of making sure I can sustain that marathon pace for that length of time. And I did a 30-minute endurance run. And I maintained about a 9 to 10 minute per mile pace. And when I do endurance or marathon runs is when I really like to incorporate hill work. That way I can really work on elevation and getting ready for those road runs. Because when you do a half or a full marathon in any location, you have to be prepared that it's not going to be a flat road. So I did incline of 2, 4, and 6 at my marathon endurance pace and that helps me really work on building that power especially when I'm going to be taking these runs out to the road and then I also did an intervals run in week two and intervals runs are my favorite just because I get to mix a little bit of everything so in this week um, my intervals run I focus on speed so it was going to be a fast speed i'm not doing sprints right now in my training i just work on a faster speed so for example if i'm working on a 30 second interval of speed i try to make it like a seven and a half to eight minute per mile pace so i hold that for 30 seconds and then i take it into a tempo run and then i always recover in a light jog uh, you could take your recoveries in a walk when you're first starting my goal is to always not walk in my runs especially because i'm trying to sustain my endurance for 26.2 miles so 
that's why I always recover running. Even if it's a light jog, as long as I'm running, for me, that's my goal. So when I did my intervals run, it was 30 second of fast pace, 30 second tempo pace, 30 second recovery, and then start again. And I, I did that uh, for my third run of the week. And then I also did a long run, which is eight mile run, which I talked to you all about last week. I was so excited. It was the longest run that I've done since my half marathon in January. So I felt so good. And in my long run, my goal when I do my long run, at least right now, is not on speed, it's on technique and my breathing. And that's just where I'm at right now in my training. Eventually, I want to focus on that speed, but I'm not there right now. So that was my week two of running. And of course, I continued with my cycling and my strength. My strength classes, I really try to incorporate a lot of core and uh, full body workouts. Core is so important when you're trying to run. It's going to make you a more efficient and a durable and strong runner. So very important to incorporate good core exercises. For me, planks are a big incorporation of working my core. I love doing planks. It helps stabilize also your spine, which is crucial as a runner. And then I like to do full body workouts because I think it's good to be a well-rounded, strong athlete, both in your legs, your arms, your shoulders, your back, every part of your body. You want to make sure you put a little bit of focus on so you're overall strong and your body is able and capable to last those long runs, right? So in my blog, which I have, the link is on my podcast page as well as on my instagram page and facebook page there's a more detailed exactly how much i did each run for and each cycling class for right but i'm going to do just a specific podcast which marcus is going to help me with next week where i'm just going to go in depth into exactly uh the strength workouts that i do the full body workouts that i do that way you can hopefully see a little bit more detail of what my workouts actually entail and of course I think my challenges for week two was just pushing myself to that eight mile it was kind of hard mentally definitely because I hadn't done it since January I've been running pretty much on my treadmill since my last half marathon so taking it outside was a little bit intimidating but I felt good. What I did learn from my long run is that I tense up a lot on my shoulders once I start getting tired. And that's something that just kind of adds pressure and it weighs me down when I'm running. So I had to work on that on my technique. And then I also learned that I'm starting to get some pain at the bottom of my foot when I'm running. I don't know if it's the socks that I'm wearing or the shoes or maybe I'm running in a particular gait once I get tired, but I cramp up. Right at the bottom of where my toes are, it gets a little bit uncomfortable, so I'm trying to figure that out. That way it's not affecting any more of my long runs. But week two was good. I had fun. Um, I had fun, and I think it's going to be interesting to see what week three, which I'm currently in week three. I'm about to finish, um, and I have a lot of new updates for y'all for week three. I think the most interesting thing about marathon training is you realize some training days are going to be really good and some days are not going to be as good as you wanted them to or expected. And that's okay because, hey, that's life, right? Um, Some days you may not do 
as well as you thought you were going to do. But number one, as long as you're showing up, you're giving 100% and you're putting in work, it's still progress. You got to realize, especially when you're training for something this this serious and something that takes this much work. Like, for example, I'm going to be training for four months. Every day of this four months are not going to go perfect. That would be unrealistic, right? So I did face some challenges in week three, which I can't wait to talk to you all about. But it made me stronger. It made me realize that even when I was exhausted, both mentally and physically, I kept showing up and I kept putting in work. And that kind of work ethic and mentality is what's going to get me across the finish line, right? So we just had to keep pushing. And on my blog, I talked a little bit about shoes and I talked about music and I would love for y'all to go look into that. I think music is so crucial for when you're running. For me, it definitely is what fuels the fire inside me. It's what pushes me. So I think for me, at least personally, when I do tempo or fast-paced runs, I love EDM music, that kind of techno music that has that upbeat. It just gets me going. If I'm going to do a marathon or endurance run where I'm just kind of taking it easy, you know, just running at the pace that I'm comfortable in, I can listen to pretty much anything that I like. It could be reggaeton, it could be pop, it can be country, it can be R&B. But definitely for those fast runs, I like to do EDM music. Definitely some rock music in there. Rock music gets me going when I really just want to go hard. I shared some of my top 10 songs on my blog, and I hope y'all can take a look at that. Those songs have meaning to me. Some of the lyrics really get me going and they motivate me. For example, I can give y'all a little bit of background on what those songs are. One of them is Thunder by Imagine Dragons. I love the beat to that song. Like, it just gets me going, and it has such a like such a liberating kind of chorus. So I absolutely love Thunder by Imagine Dragons. I also love Whatever It Takes by Imagine Dragons. That song and the lyrics that it has really just makes me feel unstoppable. That's one of the songs that I always listen to every race that I've done, every 5K or 10K or both my half marathons. That's the first song and the last song I listen to. Why, I don't know, but it really just, the chorus of that song is really motivating. So if you can, go ahead and take a listen to that song. And I do have the link to my podcast on both my Instagram and my Facebook. And I have a link to my blog on both my podcast page and on my social media pages. That way you can really go in there and see the breakdown of everything. And if you have any other questions, you can message me. Definitely, I wanted to hit some pointers with y'all. Week two was challenging, but getting every checklist done, saying, okay, I got it done today. Maybe not exactly how I wanted to, but I showed up and got it done. It's a rewarding feeling. So just remember that it's just showing up is already such a huge factor in anything that you do in life. So I can't wait to talk to y'all about week three and for Marcus to join us because week three was a little interesting, like I said. So I can't wait to share it with you guys. And I hope y'all enjoy today's podcast. I hope y'all have a wonderful weekend. And if you have any questions, feel free to message me either here or on my blog. Thank you.